there. Um, welcome back to another episode of From Boston to Bama. I'm your host, Alexis Waterworth. Um, and unfortunately, this episode is not going to be um, fun and crazy and wild. Um, I have been reading um, a book called A Gentle Reminder. It's by Bianca Sparacino. Um, It was gifted to me as a birthday gift by Natalia. Um, and it's definitely like a self-help, self-care, self-nurturing book. Um, so I don't read it like every day. I kind of read it or like I haven't like finished the whole book. It's kind of like a thing that you pick up when you, you need support and you need someone to tell you that things are going to be okay and things are going to be all right. Um, and so today... What I'm going to talk about after reading a little bit is we're going to talk about closure and we're going to talk about how actually, you know, closure doesn't, it doesn't fix you. It doesn't heal you. And honestly, in some cases, closure just makes everything worse and it makes everything, you know, it kind of reopens the wound, right? Because if you're getting close to just, you know, accepting what's happening, moving forward, and then you get this message or you get this call or you see this post and it tells you like, this is why, or it's like if you get a text and it's like, this is why I did what I did. If you get a call, this is why I did what I did. You see a post and whether it's, you know, these two friends together that don't normally hang out, it's your ex and a girl or an ex and a guy or whoever um it kind of in a way reopens the wound and it makes you feel things all over again that you were kind of healing from and you were moving past and I think sometimes we go in search of closure because we think it's going to fix the problem we're holding on to hope we're holding on to You know, if we talk about it one more time, if we, you know, think about it one more time, if we reiterate it one more time, maybe there will be a different outcome. But it's the way that when you read a book and you read it again, it's still the same ending. It doesn't change maybe as much as you want it to, as you thought it could. You read a book and the ending's the ending. It's the same way when a relationship ends or friendship ends, or a life ends, it's, the ending is the ending, and I know with friendships and relationships, you know, things can happen down the road, but that relationship in its current state is over, it's the end, it's, it's gone, and so in the book, um, she writes, one of the hardest lessons you will ever have to learn in life is that you do not need closure to heal and move on from something that had to end, from the kind of love you had to set down. One of the hardest lessons you'll ever have to learn in life is that closure doesn't actually serve you. Closure is a way that we hold on when we don't want to let go. And I think that that is so true because you know you're like, I, I hear so many people and I mean, I think I've said even myself is like, well, I never got closure, you know? And so because you never got closure, it lingers and it, it hangs in the air and you think about it and you're like, well, maybe if I just got closure, things would move on. 
But she also continues to say, closure is the way we look to cut the pain from the bone, a way we try to bandage our hearts. But when we get to do it, if we ever do, it never makes things easier. It doesn't patch our shoals back together immediately. We still have to heal from the loss. We still have to hold on all of the memory and all of the potential and all of the work inside of ourselves. We still have to learn how to carry all of that weight. And I think we have this illusion, and I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it's from the movies, it's from the books, it's from our lifestyles, it's from our parents, from our families, that, you know, you getting closure is exactly what's going to fix you. And the minute that you understand why someone did whatever they did to you, it's everything's going to be fine. Danny, your life's going to be great. It's going to be rainbows and butterflies and wonderful. But it's not, because then you get this new piece of information, and you're like, you're still asking why and you're still wondering why did they do it what caused them to think this way what caused them to ask way? and it just unre- it releases another can of worms and it keeps you thinking and thinking and thinking and then ultimately sometimes then you want closure from that then you need to move on from your said closure and so if it really was closure you wouldn't feel like that and i think that closure honestly is an illusion i don't think it's ever It's ever what you're looking for because what you're looking for is what you're looking for. And that's not usually reality. It's what you wish would happen. It's your hope. It's your imagination. It's unrealistic. And you can't take back what happened. It happened. It's in the air. It's happened. If someone breaks up with you, they did that. Like, you don't take that back. You don't say, oh, uno, reverse card. No, like, that's it. And so I think that we so often have this hope, well, if we just you know, we can talk it out and we can figure this out. And if I can figure out why and all this stuff, and that breaks my heart because sometimes you are not the reason you are not at fault. It is not you. You are not the reason things didn't work out. And I hate when people pick themselves apart when a relationship, whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship and say, well, what happens if I did this? What happens if I did that? You know, what about me? What about me caused you to no longer want to be a part of my life, right? And that's hard. You don't ever want to think that about yourself. Like, you seriously do not ever want to have to think, like, like what, what was wrong? I think that that's hard because a lot of times it's just easier to self-sabotage. It's easier to think that you're the reason you're the problem um I've had friendships that have not worked out um and there was moments when I was younger and I was less mature and I was less you know aware of that you're not always the issue and you can be you definitely can be there are people like I'm not saying don't be the victim because sometimes you are the victim sometimes you are straight up the problem and it takes it takes maturity and courage and wisdom to accept that but there will be situations in your life I promise you where you are not the problem you are not the issue and so when you come across that and like I said I had a friendship that um, for whatever reason to this day I still never know why we were not friends anymore um and it turned into this awful two years of life um you know, being surrounded by that person and their people, but being on the outside of that group and not being included and not being treated well and no one standing up for me. And it makes you feel like you are the problem. 
when there's no one there to support you and there are people telling you that you're overthinking and you're overreacting and there are multiple people who you've done nothing to going against you and it makes you feel like you're at fault and you're wrong and and you're not and so I think when you go after and I tried to figure it out for so long I tried to get my closure I tried to figure out what did I do can someone explain to me can someone tell me why you're acting the way that you are why you're excluding me the way that you are why is this happening to me why are you making this such a terrible environment for me right and I never got those answers I mean I can't say that I went like profoundly searching for them like I wasn't like asking them every day and being like hey guys like what's going on why are you acting x y or z but there are things where I think you know people will reach out to whoever and they'll be like can you just explain this to me can you just tell me what I did wrong can you just let me fix it and you know I do believe in the growth of yourself and fixing things and understanding when you're the issue but sometimes when you're not the issue and then you go and ask someone what to fix about yourself you're going to get the most backward answer and it's something that maybe you don't even need to work on maybe it's something that they just didn't like but that doesn't mean it's a bad thing I mean there's going to be things about you that people don't love right like those little those little icks you know what I mean and then there's going to be things that people like that are bigger deals and that it just doesn't work out because of that but if that's who you are that's who you are and if it's not like a negative characteristic like it's just something that makes up you and that person doesn't like it you shouldn't be changing yourself to be with someone like you should be allowed to be you and in this book it says somewhere like you will never have to you will never have to shrink to fit someone else's love if they can't get enough of you and I think that that's so important someone that loves you will never get enough of you and will never think that you're too much and will never think that you're crazy or you're wild or you're dramatic they will just think in in negative ways I mean yeah like I want people to think I'm wild like I'm wild and fun but not in like a psychotic crazy way um but they will never be able to get enough of you and I think that so many people try to fit themselves into this box of like what this person wants and what this person sees in me and what attracted them to me and you know I need to be this for them and the thing is that you don't you don't have to be anything for anyone besides yourself and in here it says you know at the end of the day you are yourself and you are alone so make being alone a beautiful place to be and I think that that is amazing. And I got that tattooed on my body. <laughs> um, but it's true because at the end of the day, and I was even in a meeting tonight, and she was the girl was saying, she's like, if you took everyone away from you, it would just be you. So who are you really? And what are you really? And what do you really want to be? And how do you want to present yourself? And it's so true because you are the only person, like you're, you're just you. And you don't, if everyone else disappeared from your world, like, are you happy with who you are? Are you happy with your personality, with your motivation, with your skills, with your talents? Or have you kind of just turned into the people around you and are like fragments of them without having your own personal identity? Because I do agree, like I hang out with my friends and I notice I pick up sayings or behaviors or attitudes or mindsets or opinions. I understand that. 
but I'm still my own person. I still have my own opinions. I still have my own personality. I still have my own mindsets. And if you were, if everyone around you disappeared, like who, who would you be? Like, are you you or are you a collection of the people that used to be in your life? Um, and I think that that's hard too, because sometimes you have to accept that. And sometimes that's the only way that you can move forward with like being a person and being yourself and like getting over situations is rebuilding yourself and rebuilding your personality and rebuilding who you are. Because a lot of times in relationships, you do become the person you're dating or you do become that friend and you're mirroring one another and you're losing bits of yourself. And like I said, my last episode, I think like I don't remember who I was prior to being in a relationship. I don't remember anything about her, right? And now I was this person that was in a relationship and now I'm not that person either. And so obviously there's change and there's growth. However, I do still feel like I have my own personality. I have my own feelings. I have my own mindset. And now being on my own, I just have to enhance them and grow them and you know add to it and take away things that maybe I don't love about myself or that I want to work on um and do it on my own terms and do it how I want it to be done and not and I'm not looking to check off the boxes for someone else like that's not what I'm doing like if someone doesn't like me for me in my capacity then they're not meant to be in my life because you have to trust the timing and the process and the people that truly want to be in your life will be in your life and sometimes it's so hard to accept because you want someone and you go so incredibly blind and you put on those rose-colored glasses and you fix them and I saw a quote today and it said a lot of times we're attracted to people that are like us and we see them in any part of their like that they're damaged or they're you know broken we try to fix it because internally and subconsciously we're trying to fix ourselves and I think one of the hardest lessons that I've ever had to learn and I have learned is that you you can't fix other people you can't make anyone do anything that they don't want you can't change people you can't take their feelings and hold them and feel them for them you can't take someone's stress and experience that stress for them like you can't live through people and you can't make people do anything that they don't want to do and you can't help people that don't want to accept help and so I understand that when you see someone and you're attracted to them and then you find out like maybe you have the same kind of like feelings towards something you've had the same experiences you've had the same past dramas and subconsciously we think that if we fix them we'll fix ourselves but realistically you're probably never going to fix them the only person you should be thinking about is fixing yourself and understanding that that's okay that you need fixing but just because you're fixing you need fixing does not make you unlovable does not make you unlikable does not make you damaged goods everyone in some aspect or another is broken and everyone in some aspect or another is dealing with things that they do not talk about and you have your friends that are sharers and they talk about things but I promise you I promise you that you think that you know everything about that friend and you 1000% do not I promise you and then you have your friends that are introverted and you don't know everything about them and you're aware that you don't know everything about them, but they're not as open. They can't talk about things as well as you can. 
And so it's hard because, you know, I think we walk around trying and hoping to understand everyone and understand everyone's mindset and everyone's feelings. But like I said, you don't. And you can't, you can't ever understand why someone did the decision that they did, even if they walk you through it completely because they honestly can't describe their own brain process to like the fullest right because we just do things sometimes subconsciously like we don't even think about it and like so how is someone supposed to explain to you everything that led up to that decision they can't because they don't even know because some of the things are subconscious some of the things they didn't even you wouldn't even think would be related um and then all of a sudden here they are making that decision and so going in search of closure is a lost cause um I think it results in more harm than good I think it limits self-growth and um like healing because I think it like wraps you back into the cycle of what if and in the movie someone great it's on Netflix um it's one of the only movies I can actually watch multiple times I watched it last night and I'm obviously not really going to spoil it But it does have to do with, like, relationships and, like, breakups and whatever. And in the end of the movie, the girl, the main character, Jenny, um, okay, I'm just going to tell you. She's not with her boyfriend anymore. They break up. They're together for nine years. And she's on the subway. And she's going to go to their spot that, like, was their spot in the movie to, like, find closure, right? And on her way there, she's writing a, like, a letter to him, the guy that she was with. And she was like, I think about what if we could just do one more, if we could have one more kiss, if we could have one more hug, if we could have one more breakfast, one more lunch, one more dinner. She's like, then maybe all the one mores would add up to, to be enough to, you know, be a forever right and it talks about how it basically it's representing like how everyone just wants like one more like I just I want to talk to you one more I want to give you a hug one more I want to spend the night one more I want to do all these things that we were so used to together one more time right but if you do that and knowing it's your last time the probability of you asking can we do this once more whatever can we can we see can we see each other again can we work on this whatever you're going to fall back into that track even if you know that someone's not meant for you. Even if you know that it's better apart. And so personally, I think the like not knowing something is your last time is better. Not knowing. Because I've been seeing couples on TikTok do breakup, breakup trips. And so they were like, we've decided we're going to break up. So we're going to go spend a weekend in New York together and then like, do all our favorite things one last time so essentially like her poem like one more time and I'm like first of all that would be the saddest weekend of my like entire life I don't think I'd be like functioning like knowing like this was all coming to an end because I don't do well with knowing things are coming to an end like I have I grow attachments to a lot of things like vacations even like I know everyone's like oh I'm sad but like I genuinely like feel like so consumed with sadness like when I leave a vacation or like on like the very last day um like full day and I'm like oh my god like I'm so incredibly sad like whatever like it's such a deep feeling for no reason like I'm like it's okay like it's just a vacation you know what I mean but um 
I grow like deep connections things so things being over I don't like like I'm not I'm not good with that and so therefore I'm personally not good with like knowing this is going to be the last time like this is going to be our one more and this is going to be it and so when she ends up going to the spot though she falls asleep because she's out drinking and partying and she sees him and he is standing in front of her and he basically says like I'm so sorry we should give us another try we need to figure this out like I messed up whatever and she wakes up and he's not there and I think that it shows you that sometimes we go we that's what we like that's what she wanted to hear she wanted to hear him say like let's give it a shot let's give it a try like let's let's figure this out right and it's the most heartbreaking scene because I think at one point or another everyone has felt like that like what like you just wanted that other person to apologize. You just wanted the other person to tell you that they messed up. You just wanted that other person to say, hey, my bad. And that's what you want. And and when you don't get that, sometimes it's hard to move on. But sometimes I think if you expect that of someone and then you don't get it, it makes it even worse. Like if you go and have a conversation with your ex and you hope that he is going to tell you he messed up, it's his fault, and he doesn't, how is that going to make you feel? That's going to make you feel worse. That's going to make you, first of all, you said unrealistic hopes. And so now you're coming down from that. And then also to have someone tell you, like, whatever, like, he doesn't regret his decision. He felt like he did the right thing. When you, at the current moment, because of your mental instability and stuff like that, thought, like, how could he do this? He messed up, right? And so it's hard. And so I just think that searching for closure is going to lead you on a dead end. It's going to lead you into a spiral. It's going to lead you into kind of an unwanted situation and I think that you just have to be able to accept that things do happen the way that they're supposed to happen you're supposed to trust the process you're supposed to be able to move forward with life you're not supposed to be paralyzed by the ending of something whether it's a death a relationship a friendship like you just have to you just have to accept it and in this book she also writes it is quite simple. Nothing that is meant for you will ever get away. Love deeply and without the need to possess or own. Let beautiful connections pass through you without attachment. Slam your heart into the people and the places and the things that ignite something deep inside your soul. And I promise, I promise the right things will stay. You will never lose what is for you. Please don't ever forget that. And I think that that speaks volumes. I think that that shows that what is meant for you in your life will come and it'll stay. And sometimes it does take a long time to accept that and to understand that. But that doesn't mean that you need closure to accept it. It's a matter of you being able to close the book, set it down, and understand that that was the ending. And that you cannot do a single thing to change it no matter how hard you try. So yeah. So I definitely recommend buying this book. Um, it was, It's like, it's $18 actually. Um it's thin um it has a lot of really good messages i've posted it before my instagram story and people have like slid up and been like oh my god like what is that um there's a lot of stuff um like uh, there's pages i want to rip out and like frame because the just the message behind them uh i really do think that everyone should kind of seek a book like this um you know like milk and honey is really good um other books like that i see them all over my tiktok page um because i think when you just you need support but you need it from like an anonymous source in a way like someone unbiased you don't want it from a friend you don't want it from family like you want like this book has no idea like I'm going through right but it's supporting me and giving me advice 
and on the back of it even says take what you need um and I think that's interesting I think that you know this book was created knowing that someone is obviously hurt and upset is lonely is confused whatever and I think calling it a gentle reminder is showing you that like everyone needs a bit of a reminder and sometimes you just need to be told like you are loved you are worthy you need to trust the process things will get better because there are moments I definitely think in life where you just don't think anything's ever going to get better um but they will and I promise you that they will and I had people reach out to me after my last podcast episode um and it was like really sweet messages actually um And I appreciate that because I was so vulnerable in that and I didn't know whether or not to share that completely, right? Because I don't, I'm not doing it to like be like, oh, like look at me, like I'm sad. Like, no, like that's just genuinely how I feel. And I, like I said, I get through things better by talking through them. And so I really do appreciate the people that reached out and like sent me a little message. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing okay. Taking it step by step, day by day. Um, but no, especially like the fact that you reached out to me really does mean a lot to me. Um, and it definitely does not go unnoticed and it's very, very much appreciated. But I hope that this podcast finds you well. I hope that, you know, if you, if you needed to hear this, I gave you a gentle reminder. Um, and I hope that, you know, maybe you don't need this right now, but maybe in a few years, a few weeks, in a few months, this is something you'll need and you'll come back to it and you'll listen to it and you'll understand that you are perfectly okay and you are wherever you need to be even if it feels like the most messed up crazy no I should not be here spot of your life um so I appreciate you listening and I'm sending you guys all so much love so much happiness and I hope you have a great rest of your week of your month of your year whenever you're listening to this because you deserve it